It's your week, your sports, the new Clarksville Now podcast. I'm John Glass, along with Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. Your week, your sports. John Glass here, back at it. Another week in the studio, talking sports with my good friends. Best friends. Best friends ever. Christian Brown, Jeff Matthews. We never disagree on anything, right, no. boys? No, we love each other every single day. We were just screaming at each other, just so everybody knows. Talking about sports, our professional football teams is what caused our uh, little arguments. That's right. Uh, I think it's very quickly, too, I might add. I think oh, there was like one question, and we went from zero to 60. It got violent. It got violent in here. It got I'm sweating violent. right now, just so everybody knows. Yeah. And you know what? That's the beauty of the National Football League. Especially as the postseason race really heats up. Right, right. Yeah, the Titans worrying about that postseason race. <laughs> yeah, Titans really the, worried about it. They're uh, worried about that number one overall pick now. What if, not say. number one, top but what ten. If, let's just say, what if the Jags had a meltdown? They, they, they're they're going to need a big meltdown. Well, I mean, and actually, Titans they kind of did it last year. So let's, homeboy, let's talk about homeboy this. did get injured a little bit. Trevor the, Lawrence is hurt. Yeah, he. What, huh? what, did, what did they say? He ankle. It was his High ankle. ankle sprain. Yeah. And did you see the video? They made that man walk <gasps> through the tunnel. I, I did see that. And somebody posted. Somebody posted it. And I don't know how long he actually ended up walking with the the hurt ankle. But yeah. the video I saw it looked like he walked all the way to the he locker walked room. all the way to the walk, locker room. I'm like, you're star quarterback. And you make how, QB1. Many, how many millions of dollars per year, Jacksonville? Yeah, and we can't get a golf cart out there? <laughs> we can't get one golf cart? Now, I think Jacksonville could implode, but the Colts are in a really good position in that division as well, John. I don't I'm know. looking that up. The Titans are 8-4, and four, or 4-8. Four and eight. The uh, Jags are 8-4. and four. Colts 7-5, and five, or 8-5. So, eight, eight and five. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, like, really, Titans are what, four games out? That's kind of incredible. Honestly... Titans should have won that game if the defense held up on either game-winning drive. Titans have a chance, you're saying. They're not eliminated just yet. I feel like the Titans and the Cowboys are similar in the fact that the Titans will choke at some point. Yeah. Like, like you have a chance. Like, Dallas always, we, we always, every year I find myself in like, we got a chance, and then we don't. And I feel like that's a Titans thing, too. So that's what was grinding our gears this morning. We'll get into a little bit more of that um, later on in the show, but... As always, we're going to talk some high school, some college, and some professional sports. So let's kick off with the, what is it, the previous, yes, the previous, the latter? The, the previous. The latter, the latter's the correct, like, okay. smart term to say, right? Yeah. I think so. That's what smart people say. Uh, let's go to the latter, uh, high school sports. Starting off with the player of the week, Christian. Yeah, hey. so Clarksville Academy girls basketball got their first ever Clarksville Now player of the week. Heck yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, so Clarksville Academy senior guard Malaya Wollard has been named Clarksville Now Player of the Week uh, during November 21st for her game against Rossview High, where she dropped 27 points and eight rebounds in it, a loss against the Lady Hawks. Dang. So 27 of those points also came from six three-point field goals. What was her total points? 27. 27 with eight rebounds? Yeah. That's incredible. That's a lot of points. And, and she scored more than 50% of her team's points. <clears throat> they only totaled awesome. 46 against the Hawks. What does that say? Because I've seen that, like, Dalton can, uh, can uh, connect. Gosh, I can never say his name. He's a star player for the Tennessee Vols. He has done that a couple of times where oh. he scores, like, half of your team's points. What do, you think that, what do you think that says? Does that concern you at all? Not in her scenario. But in any scenario, like in any that, scenario, I don't know, because you can you could say that it's really a 
great thing just to, to see from your off. program. It's like, hey, we got hot hand. Yeah, and you know if. I mean, if called you, upon, if you need a if you need a score, you're going to go to that play. Right? Yeah, if you, for I mean, sure. If you're if you got something moving, like I mean, if you're hitting the three ball, what would you rather? You're have? not going to go away from that. Would I mean, you, especially if they're leaving it open. Yeah, like you, if they can't guard it. Would you rather have five or six guys with double digit points, or would you rather have one person with five or six, uh, or one person with like fifty percent of your points? Yeah, if I have five or six guys that are in double digit points, uh, I'll take that one. Look at San Diego State last yeah. year in the national four. They, they, that team led them to the national championship just because they were they had so much depth. Mm-hmm. So, and they also won me three thousand dollars. But nonetheless, <laughs> but nonetheless, like I mean, think about dro- almost dropping thirty in high school. I, I know against a really good Hawks defense too. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was thinking about it. You know, the other day, Austin P. We're gonna get born to Austin P. stuff here in a little bit, but I'm just saying they played the game against Midway last week and. Gov's won that one like ninety eight to forty something. Yeah, and I th- I'm blanking, but it was it was, either, it was either three or four Austin P players were in double digit points, and I mean that's how it got to ninety eight. I mean if you if you're just having people who are doing, and this goes back to a coach's law. I mean if you do your part, if you play your role, the team usually succeeds. If you're all working on the same energy and all that other stuff, right, and the other team is falling in certain areas. Things can get real bad real quick. Yeah, yeah. It was against it was against Midway. So I mean, you had one, two, three, four. You had four guys in double digits. That's mm-hmm. Two of them scored over twenty, and then yep. you had one guy with eighteen, one guy with sixteen. Yep. Desi Jones. Uh, and most Jamonte of those Black. were most of those were three balls. Those are all. I think all of those were three yeah. balls. Really. Um. You had Des White, and then you had Demar Sharp as well. What did Des White finish with? He he got hot for a little bit. Des White had uh, three rebounds, six assists, and sixteen points. Yeah. Where you had um, you had Demarcus Sharp, ten rebounds, eighteen points, three assists, double double. And with those like five to six point scores, you like if you with your question you posed. Yeah. I feel like the ball movement is just so much more efficient and effective because you have so many threats at so many different levels. Well, they got they got to play a zone at that point. Yeah, especially if the team can shoot. Yeah. But like again, shout out to uh Carson Academy guard Malaya Wooler. Congratulations. First female player of the week. Now, we also have some bad news and uh I just want to <clears> say <throat> that I have a great amount of respect for this man. So uh, Northwest High football coach Ronaldo Pena leaves the team after three seasons. Uh, and it's, they, he leaves the team right after they had a winless season as well. Um, one of the most gracious coaches I've ever worked with. He's a very nice guy. And yeah. it it sucks yeah. that, that's, that that's how their season ended. Um, you know, you and I were talking about that. And I think us and a lot of other people were just shocked. Yeah. That that's how well, it, the season turned in, but I mean, yeah, I think they had they lost a quarterback before yeah. the season started. Um, so I mean, and Pena really, he's only seen one season yeah. with Northwest. Uh, that first season that he got brought on was COVID year, and then the second season. What, do you remember their record for that second season? Because I'm blanking I on it right three now. Three or four wins. Yeah, three or four wins. So they started something that year with that quarterback. And took a step back because the quarterback yep. graduated. Yeah. But at the same time, so he ended up playing. Uh, calling plays for the defensive side of the ball this year. I mean, they had some standout players on the Clarkson Aria Yeah, team. didn't you say they had a player with like the most the sacks most, in Montgomery yeah, County? Yeah, yeah. So they had a defensive end that led the entire county in sacks with 11. So then they also have a they had a standout uh defensive back 
as well who was just all over the field. And I just really wish those those plays translated to wins mm-hmm. because he, I mean, he he's just a great guy and I always wish him nothing but the best moving forward uh, with his future endeavors too. Yeah, it's um, it sucks. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of sports. My so, dad was you know. a Northwest Viking, so yeah. I'm sure he's taking the news very very hard. But right speak, good news with Northwest, their former basketball star Tamia Scott, named Conference USA Player of the Week for MTSU. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, that's she cool. Posted her first double double in a blowout win against Houston University, which is. Houston universities, I mean, they're hey, well known. I was about to say they're they're in lot, Texas. Yeah, a lot yeah. of nice stuff going on at MTSU. Hiring Derek yeah. Mason, to yeah. Scott getting oh, notoriety. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point too. A lot of coaches moving around. I'll tell you oh, that. And we'll get into that. <laughs> I mean, I'm done with high school. If we want to jump right in, <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, if we want to jump into Austin Peace Sports, we'll save that topic. Yeah, okay. for last. Okay, Let me go last. ahead and do a little bit of basketball for us. Sure. So Austin P basketball, they are back in action this season. Um. I've been calling games for them all all season as well. Been traveling with the team. Been having a great time with it as well. Been playing pretty well. They have some really good players. Um, it's been really weird. I think the kind of the big story that we have been talking about the past few weeks has been seeing where we're growing and then trying to find um, ways to a win. Ter- well, ways to win and a tertiary player gotcha. who can kind of come in and be that third leading scorer. Um, I think there's a lot of guys on Austin Peay's roster like Des White, Jamonte Black. You have Say Witt, uh, Desi Jones as well. Uh, I'll even throw Jonathan Dunn in there, even though I feel like he hasn't really played a whole lot this season. But all of these guys each have had really good games separately. Um, and when they've had those good games, they've been that secondary scorer or that tertiary scorer for Austin P. And now we're just trying to figure out who that's going to be more consistently. And I think we kind of found some answers with that, with the, with their last game. How important do you think this past win was for the rest of the non-conference schedule? I, I think it was pretty important. I think it was a big, big in-state win. Yeah. Cause we, we have a lot of in-state, uh, that but was I mean, we have some key game games for, coming yeah. up if they really want to fight their way back to 500 before conference play. I'm looking at their, so right now they are, Austin P is four and six, uh, prior to the last night, prior to the other game on Tuesday, they were, you know, three and five, um, and you kind of, or they were three and six, excuse me, um, being at three and six, you know, you kind of, as Austin P and taking kind of mm-hmm. my analyst pr- portion out of it, just kind of looking at it as an Austin P fan, cause I did graduate from Austin P. Yeah, of course. You, you don't, it's, it's kind of hard to see that three and, or that four and six. You, you want to mm. see something a little bit better, but the main thing you have to realize is mm. a sun games are what matters. Yep. That, those are the true games that really matter. Once we get into conference play here in the next couple of weeks, then we're going to have to start worrying about some of these losses. Yeah. That is why coach Gibson has been just reiterating growing. What are we, what do we need to grow in after this game? What did we see? Did we go backwards or did we go forwards? Those are the things that I think Corey Gibson has been looking at right now. Um, so I'm not too worried about the record as it sits. It's four and six, not my favorite look, but that win against um, midway was a nice little, little pep in the step. I think, especially because they came off a huge road trip. Change in direction. I mean, that was a 12-day road trip for them. I didn't have to travel 12 days. I mean, I flew day before and day after. They flew two days before game, day after flight, and then they went to another school. That's tough. No matter what level you are on. And then they had to go to California 
and then Appalachian. I think it was almost 5,000 wow. miles that they traveled. That is insane. Yeah. And, you know, I think going back to how important that win actually is, we're talking about going into a game against one of our most better rivals in Murray State. Big who's only game. They're only three and four <clears throat> overall this season. So I think it's actually a very winnable game. Well, not only is it winnable, but, you know, I'll say this. Um, the Murray State game is a it's a tradition yeah. here in Clarksville. I mean, that's just what it is. There's a little extra on the line as well. There is. There is, but it's kind of an, it's an odd feeling, though, because a lot of the team members on Austin Peay's roster right now, this is their first year in Clarksville. Actually, Jalen Weyer is the only Austin P player that returned from last year. Wow. So he, under Nate James. He's the only one that maybe so, understands outside of Corey Gibson. Yeah, Corey, cool. Corey Gibson, Daniel Luce. Oh, those yep. two already know, because Daniel Luce, everybody famous, yep. uh, grandson of Dave Luce. Um, he, so those two guys know it. They know, first, firsthand. But it's kind of odd. It's kind of hard to ask a whole team to kind of be like, to, to, to really grasp it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think once they see that energy inside FM Bank Arena, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Because I'm expecting a huge turnout for this Are game. Are you guys going to attend? I know Jeff is, of course. Um, I might, I might have to try to make I it. I haven't missed a Murray State game in about four years. Were you there Last at, time I was... Uh, John Morant once. Yeah, John Morant. Yeah. Man. John Morant was so much I'm fun to so watch. I was, I was bored up and. I didn't get games. to call him. I wanted to call the game, but I was oh, doing... I thought you meant call John Morant. No. I was like, oh. Hey, John. Um, <laughs> no, I wanted to... I wanted to I wanted to be on the broadcast for that one, but um, I was covering women's sports at the time. I was kind of disappointed, but nice. it was so cool to watch him play. <laughs> Especially, I think it kind of felt a little bit cooler to watch him in the Dunn Center. He was just, he was just dominant. And there was no stopping him. No. He had a dunk. I think he would drop like he 40. I bet he just dropped everybody's jaw, too, when he dunked I the was ball. surprised. I was... I, I knew... I'm not. I'm not a huge, huge basketball fan as far as like NBA <sighs> stuff goes. So I don't really watch the draft stuff and all that. Oh, so I, I love it. So I didn't really. Knew, I didn't really know how high up in the draft he was. Yeah, he honestly, when I found out, he should have been number one. On yeah, the ball, he should have been. After opinion. looking back on it, yeah, Zion he should have been. Too massive to yeah. play in the league, and injuries have kind yeah, of. He's been injured what ninety five percent. But again, he's a generational talent if he's healthy. He's just an incredible shooter. Yeah, just, just incredible. <laughs> but Jaw traveled with security, like. A huge really? security yeah. detail. He has, he has security? He had a security detail. Huh. At when least what he did when he was with uh, Murray State. When you're on pace to be the second overall player in the yeah. draft, I'm not surprised, you know? I mean, that was such a... I mean, that when when Ja came to Austin P, there was a lot There was a lot of news coverage on that game. Yeah. It was fun. No, it was... But yeah, Austin P is moving in the right direction, I think, in the overall aspect. I think things are looking really good with head coach Corey Gibson. Um, some big um, games. Yeah, big games big coming up. You got Memphis on December thirtieth. Break Penny, down everything after Murray State, real quick. Penny Softaway with uh, Penny Softaway. Penny Softaway. I hate Memphis so much. Man. Oh, I'm right there with you. He's the biggest clown ever. Um, He's kind of a crybaby too. Anyway, Bellarmine after the after Bellarmine. Bellarmine. Jesus. Oh Bellarmine, my Bellarmine. god. Bellarmine. Bellarmine. I do this Ballerina? every single every time. I know every you time. Do. I've look. I have done. In three different sports, probably 15-plus Bellarmine <laughs> games, and I still call them Bellarmine instead of Bellarmine. <laughs> the only reason I know is because I lived in close to the university. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I do, I, I've been corrected on this so many times, and it just doesn't click in my brain. 
and I don't think it ever will. Uh, Eastern Kentucky after that, Lipscomb, uh, then North Alabama, then Central Arkansas starting to get into that conference well, play. Isn't Ohio before Memphis as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ohio right before Memphis, so, Western Kentucky before then, oh, and then Southern Illinois before that too. So December sixteenth, uh, December sixteenth on the uh, on the road. You're not going to play another home game until Ohio yeah. uh, after Mary State. So and just to give you guys a heads up, uh, Mary State lost to Western Kentucky only by five points. Then I'm just kind of naming off uh, mm-hmm. similar p- opponents on the, both of their schedules. They lost to Appalachian, App State by ten points. I can't say that Appalachian University, I guess. Yeah. Um, then also, I now thought there was talk. one more. Then Tennessee Tech, they beat by six. Yes. So. Yeah. No, the uh, Battle of the Border is a very important game for Austin P, and I think it is going to be a turning point, especially after getting that big win over Midway in that fashion. Uh, I think it can, like Jeff was saying, it can really turn the way that this season is going around. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll say this, though. I am kind of looking forward to the Lipscomb game as well. Mm-hmm. A little small snippet there. Yeah. They have one of their star players, uh, number 34, Will Pruitt. Um, one, I've talked to him a couple of times. Years ago, when I was in high school, wow. his brother and I went to high school together. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to the Lipscomb game because he, I kind of followed him along because he ended up becoming Mr. Mount Juliet. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, he was Mr. Mount Juliet, got signed by Lipscomb. So I've been kind of following him along for the past few years, and he looks incredible. He's fun to watch. He's quick, and he puts up some points. Wow. Do you see so, the, uh, do you see the uh, Lipscomb Belmont game? Yesterday, seventy-one, seventy-two. Oh, yeah. No, I did not get to see it, the, but I was definitely hearing about it. The hundred and sixtieth matchup, yep. uh, Battle of the Boulevard, one of the biggest rivalries. Schools in are like state. four miles apart. Yeah, that's insane. It's like, it's underrated. Like Ross, it's like Rossview Clarksville High. I, I won't even. No, they're not. They're like a mile and a half down the road, I think, from each other. Yeah, it's like, like that's how close they are. It, it is very. It's very much like a Rossview Clarksville High, like mm-hmm. Warfield Boulevard, com- connects both streets that go to those schools. It's like. It's insane, and uh, to end in the fashion that it did for uh, Lipscomb, it was—I don't know—it was really, really great game. Love to see that, and love to see where Austin P is going to hopefully take care of business against them too. I hope so too. Hey, fingers crossed. I was going to say, fingers crossed. Yeah, they didn't get the win. I don't know why I Belmont. snapped when I said. I don't fingers know why crossed. I did it with you. <laughs> like you snapped, and I was like, I guess that's what we're doing. I don't. I. We don't have to play Belmont, thankfully. This year. That is a good thing. Uh, we used to have to play a ball on every single year. Mm-hmm. Oh, really well, like Murray State, program. they were in the OBC. Yep. yep. They still are, excuse me. Yeah, they, they are a dot. That is a basketball Did school. Murray stay in the OBC? I thought they left. I can't re- No, uh, maybe. Let me see. As we all this just is hard as we all grab our own devices to start looking to see if Murray State is in the OBC still. I, and I'm just basically looking at their schedule right now to see. Uh, I believe so. Or, yeah. yeah, they're out. They're out. Mm. They gotta be out because there's. I don't see any other now that OVC teams in there. Valley right under their conference opponents' schedule. Has the OVC changed that much? So you got Missouri State, Northern Iowa, UIC. Yeah, that can't Indiana be. Is that, Ohio, is that Ohio Valley now? Bradley. Jacksonville State, Tennessee State, UT Martin, Lindenwood. Murray State is still in the OVC. Oh, okay. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know because this list also has Austin P on it, so it's definitely we're, okay. we're so good at great our job. Radio. I'm pretty sure it's positive based off their schedule. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Let's let's get on to the big. Uh, yes. Um, so the uh, elephant the in the room. The bittersweet some moment where we're going to talk. Some about. interesting news. Well, I guess this is not expected. We kind of teased this uh, last week when we were talking about it. We called it. We said there was a chance, and um, yeah. And uh, Scotty Walton is going to be the new coach of the UTEP Miners, University of Texas at El Paso. Moving back home to Texas, leaving Austin P. Wrote a very heartfelt uh, uh, note on his social medias to all of the uh, loyal fans in Clarksville, uh, thanking them and, you know, telling them that this was a very heartfelt decision, one he had to make ultimately. So Scotty Walton gone, uh, leaving the governors with a uh, positive record. Two championships. Uh, I mean, a thirteen and four conference record. I yeah, want to point out. Yeah. yeah. What can you? I mean, I guess, I guess you could ask for a national championship, but I mean, what more can you ask for? <laughs> we can't get too greedy. I was about to say. No, he right. he, he was he was a fun coach to have here. We knew, at Austin he, P. we knew he was not going to be a twenty year coach at Austin. P. No. Let's just get that out of the well, way. Well, because those don't exist anymore. And I don't think that we would. Like there's coaches now that are still I guess at schools could, that they can say that they've been there for but 20 years, but there's no more coaches. It's so rare. Yeah, there's I, no more co- coaches saying, I'm going to plant roots here at this school. And and I, especially in the FCS, it's hard to do I guess that. You could say, it is. I guess you could say selfishly, of course we would have wanted Scotty Walden here yeah, for a long course. time. Anybody in the right mind would. I would like to also see Scotty Walden jump that career ladder like yeah. he has been doing so very good. So uh, well, he'll, be in, he'll be in the SEC before we know it. University yeah. of Texas at El Paso is a uh, a great spot for him. He knows the area. Texas boy. I'm just so happy for him too. I want to say that. Big too. thank you to Scotty Walden. Yeah. The uh, whole Walden family. Yeah. The whole Walden family. Yeah. Callie and their son. What they did for, to the program was for what they've done amazing. here. At five, he's done here at five stars. Yeah, really just involved. the community in general. Always being too. willing just to kind of jump in and do some promos or anything else that. Was helping the team and helping the community. One of the most media accessible coaches I think that we've had, I mean, at least that I've had uh, over the past five years or so, been able to interact with, like very willing to come do any interview, just video, like the... come jump on our conference room table during yeah. a sales <laughs> meeting. Uh, like that's not a joke either. No, nah, but UTEP got that. a UTEP got a great coach. I think they're going to have a fantastic year next year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Scotty Alden handles some of uh, some of those transfer portals. Now, who's he taking with? Yeah, it's Scotty. I'll tell Scotty you what. The there's quite portal. a few players from Austin P who have already entered that transfer portal. Cam Thomas has uh-huh. uh, Trey, both Trey. So that's Trey Goodman and Trey Shackelford. Um, running backs. Running backs. I believe all of them. I believe Jackson has yeah, uh, has. has uh, Enter the transfer portal. There's so, a lot of players. I, I don't think Goko so has Trujillo. I don't think. I do not think Goko has entered yet. I have. I haven't checked yet. So though. here. So here's the thing. Let's let's let's. Break, we don't have to break down every player who's entered the transfer portal. Let's break down a couple of those. Jackson. Is he going to go, with Scotty, to UTEP? Or is that? Or is there? I think Cam Thomas is. Or Trujillo. I think. I think Maddox Trujillo does not need to go to UTEP. He does not need. He to needs to go to a bigger school. I would agree with that. I, I originally said he. He needs to go, go somewhere. But like, you're probably right because we're I talking would, about a career kicker. Yeah, I think he needs to go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw they him in Arkansas. School. I can see him at Arkansas. I can see him maybe see him at Florida. Florida needs. I can see kicker. him at Florida. Maybe. Uh, Where's he got roots? Hey. Michigan, maybe? What's Michigan's kicker doing right now? Where's he got roots? Here's the question. Is he Louisiana? I don't know, but what about University of Tennessee? Do they need a kicker? Played in Tennessee for the past four years. Played against Tennessee this year. You got Vanderbilt as well. Um, He had to showcase that leg twice against that Tennessee team? Tennessee's kicking game has not been 
great, but it's been serviceable. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't be. It would be worth giving him a sh- look, yeah. at least. Well, and then he was also on the. I'm forgetting the what the awards name is under, but it's the kicking watch list for it's FCS, like, like the Blitnikoff of kickers. Yeah, I mean, it's like he he was on that list prior to the season even starting, and he really got on there because of last season, uh, the 2022-2023 season, he hit that 55 yarder against yeah. Jacksonville State, and I mean that. That really put him on the map, and then he—I think he's missed a few this season, but still an incredible kicker. Yeah. I mean, reliable, and I would—I I truly think that he can make it into a power five school. What years? Yeah. Go ahead. So he's a—he's going into his graduate. What year is Jackson? Jackson's a senior. Yeah. So he's. I got, think. Wait, Jackson. I thought, I thought he was a junior. Is he a junior? I don't know. For co- some reason, I thought we said he was a junior before. Richard junior. We might. Maybe he is. We'll, we'll double-check we'll, that out. We'll, we'll, we'll but no matter what, people. I wanted to point this out. Uh, Kentucky has a super senior as their kicker who's set to graduate after the bowl yeah. game, too. So you never know. You know, mm-hmm. right across the the border right there. For, so, for Austin P or for UTEP? For Kentucky. Oh, okay. That's for Hio. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're yeah. saying. But fun. also, not just players are on in the transfer portal. The coaching staff may be as well. Uh, I think he's going to take some of his guy. Yeah, I think he'll, he's going to take the majority. Happens. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But what about also, I just want to point out, like, I wonder if any of those coordinators will get a head coaching interview with the Austin P. Gov. So that's... And we can kind of break that down maybe next week. We can compile yeah, a list. We, we can go into all that because that's a very interesting... It's a very interesting situation because how it sounds right now, well, we said Jackson it before, yeah. and Goodman and all of them leaving, this is going to be a really rabid, and I'm not saying this is any sort of like negative thing, it's going to be a very ravaged Austin P program right now with Scotty Walden leaving. Uh, it's not, it's going to be a little bit of a, it's going to be a multi-year rebuild of yeah. Austin P. Yes. Well, possibly, uh, depending on what transfers they can bring in themselves. Yeah, but think- I mean, that's just the system. And I know, but you, you just never I don't know. know. If, I don't know if Austin P has the funds to hit the transfer portal like that. Um, I mean, Maynard, Maynard family. Help you also us have out. to yeah, think about, to say, about this. That players may be willing pull to out come dollars. <laughs> players may be willing to come here based off the success. But they, but you got to think they, I, might, I know. they probably won't though because our coach is gone. Know, our starting quarterback who, who is gone. Getting? I'm playing devil's advocate. Our best wide receiver is gone. Our best running back is gone. That's fine. Who are we going to get? I know. And I but hear what you're they're, saying. They're trying to fill those voids. Starters. Yeah. Who are we going to get? Pl- Tom. Jason know? Witten. No, I'm just kidding. I honestly. He would never come. He would here. never come. But <sighs> give him a call. See what happens, right? I feel like that's at least. You could at least give him a call. Yeah. It's like throwing a, you know, just throw a little line out there. See if you can reel something in. I, I mean, I think I think it would be very cool. If you got Jason Witten, that would be like the Moby Dick of coaches. I think it, I think for Austin P, people would be like, oh, I like, think how Austin, did we do this? Austin <laughs> P's got to decide what they're going to go after. Are they going to go after another young guy who is willing to be here for five years, uh, a, or a a big bigger name that is willing to yeah. be here for two or three years, maybe get us on the right track, or, or like it, it, Austin P is a very interesting. Interesting school where we are. Like, we are starting to see, ever since he, Will Healy got here, we have been seeing this like repeat success from the last three coaches. Um, it just doesn't last as long. And I don't know how you fix that and make this because Austin eventually wants to make that jump to the FBS. Well, that would instantly help your case. Of, sure. And I think that's one reason this job's maybe so attractive to some possible candidates. Yeah. You have to think about it like that. Like, okay, this athletic department's actually pushing for an F- FBS transition for the football program. I mean, as a head coach, that would stand out to me immediately. Yeah. Who needs coaching rehab? 
who needs coaching rehab? Coaching that rehab could, that we could get. Like, let's go raid Nick Saban's. Or uh, yeah, do we have like a Lane Kiffin situation in Alabama where we can like grab somebody? Oh, like I got an Sarkeesh, idea. Steve Sarkeesian. Let, let's do this, okay? Brian, Bill O'Brien's about to get fired by the Patriots this off season. Let Let's kick the bucket on that. Wait, he Jim never. Harbaugh? He might. Oh, what? <laughs> John Gruden. <laughs> Start. We're getting there. Oh, if John Gruden came. You know what? Know. Forget let's it. Act- We're going for the best. We're let's- going for the number one. Give me Bill Parcells. Oh wow. What he might I've, he might only be able to coach for one year because he'll die after. Um, oh my gosh! But, <laughs> put, 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 put Terry Bradshaw in there while you're at it. No, Terry's losing it. Gosh, but I, no I can tell what, you. Tell I you think a funny we come back next Terry week and we compile a list of possible candidates. Well, he's going to want to get on it now because see, and like, that's my thing. Like he's already interviewing. I know for a fact he's already. Yeah, I, I know for a fact he's already interviewed at least one candidate. I don't know who it was, who? but. Um, there's a lot of rumors going on on Twitter or X, excuse me, Twitter. Twitter. Um, Twitter. Will Healy is a real conversation. That I did see that. Let's talk about for, that for some a reason, and okay. I, I don't hate it. I don't I agree don't with hate it. it. You don't agree with it? I don't agree with it. He's he's like the special assistant down at UCF right now. I think under Alex is it UCF? I'm not positive. He got fired from Charlotte. Well, that's okay. I'm I mean, not. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying that was where he was at last time I looked. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like bringing him back to Austin P. And it's not because I didn't like Will Healy. I liked Will Healy a lot. Um, but I feel like losing all of the, like having all these players go to the portal, having their coach <laughs> go to UTEP, right? I feel like that would just be another step backwards. He's working with Gus Malzahn right now down at UCF as okay. a uh, assistant to the head coach. Special offensive assistant. Awesome. So that's good for him. That sounds like a position for somebody who's looking for a head coaching position. Well, he like that sounds like he's trying to rehab. Yeah. yeah, everybody deserves a another Not from chance. A bad thing, but he's like trying no, to, yeah. like he's trying to like he's trying to refocus and maybe try things differently as a head coach. So, yeah. like, so the position he's in now, he's with a coach that he feels like can help him become. That's had a lot of success in the. Will Healy is not a bad coach no. at all. No, no, he did fantastic job at Austin P. He was the only coach in the Just last failed to ten make years. That transition. He was the first coach in the last ten years that got Austin P. to a uh, winning season. That's amazing, or at least a winning game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hudspeth gave us a first winning season, I believe, in a long time. Yeah, and then uh, he Scotty. left, and then Scotty Walding got in here, and he. He, he, uh, yeah, he brought this program. And, you know, it's hard to say that because Hudspeth took us further into the playoffs. That's the weird part. People, yeah, yeah you know, like Coach Walden did a great job of building a culture at Austin P. I I don't think there was um, much of a culture with Hudspeth. But Coach Walden, he he made Austin P. this year have a chance. And at least gave us the respect from the other members in the conference. Yeah, And it was the first UAC season. Six and zero. Not many teams can sit there and say that you won out after losing to two, one an FCS ranked opponent, two an FBS ranked opponent, Power yeah. Five. Yeah. Not many people can say that. I'm checking out the various steam sidelines, Austin P. Twitter right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've always been wondering who ran that. I have no clue. It can be it can be really good or really bad sometimes. Like they said, he said his uh, personal top three. J.J. Clark, number one. Wheel Healy, number two. Ryan Stanchek, number three. That last one would be a little bit hard, I think. But, um, yeah, I, wouldn't, I would not hate Wheel Healy. 
But what do you, I mean? Who, do y'all have hot board? I mean, I don't. I'm not big on knowing which coaches to go with, and that's why I want to take the week to kind of, yeah. kind of do some research ourselves. I don't know, but that's the other thing, though. Do we have a week? Austin B could be announcing this thing coming up on yeah. Monday. Well, you know we'll what I mean? See. We'll see. Yeah. All right, we'll keep an eye out on that, and we are uh, we are sad to see Scotty Walden leave, but we love to watch him go to better pastures, uh, right? Yep. Anyway, moving along, I think that's uh, it for Austin P. So let's uh, let's dive into the national world for just a second. Uh, I guess let's. You want to start off with what do you want to start? You know what? Let's save the rage for later. Well, let's start off with a uh, little fancy football talk. Yeah, guys, it's the final week of our uh, five star media group fantasy football league. Th- three players have clinched. Kyle King. I don't think no. Kyle's the only one who has technically clinched. Well, okay, then John yeah. and Curtis not are at ninety nine percent locked in for the playoffs. While that last position, we got two people in the booth right now fighting for the fourth seed. Jeff Matthews is going to be taking on Curtis Not. Uh, and then uh, Christian is going to be taking on the very esteemed former sales representative here, Dylan B. Shout out, his, Dylan. Not going to give its last name, but <laughs> um, yeah, guys, what are your thoughts? Like, do you? I'm projected to win my game, which never means anything. I was, was going to say projections just don't 119 mean anything. to 116. Yeah, it's going to be a close uh, game. Yeah, I'm, I've never I'm been hoping. more confident in my team. Yeah. Uh, my running backs are just. I hate that. I loaded. hate that he's going to beat me with Dak Prescott as his quarterback. Oh my gosh! And you know he's going to light up. Dak's probably going to light the Eagles secondary up too. So that that's great. I don't know. See. Maybe they gave they gave Dallas a little bit of trouble last time they played in, yeah, but that, it was in Philadelphia. Yeah, but at the same time, Dak still threw for like three hundred yards passing, then also three touchdowns. Yeah, he did. Remember, I'm going to remember you said that. I mean, hey, I, I'm just able to that's great. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. That's great to only still have one more win than the Steelers. And yeah, that's, what's that know, saying? Right. It's crazy, but we can still put points. So, up. Jeff. So, Jeff, Justin Herbert is my worry. Yeah. Who's my quarterback? Right. And I'm worried about him. And then I'm also kind of worried about Pittsburgh's defense. They're going up against New England. Jeff has a 74% chance to make the playoffs. Um, Christian has a 2%. And our former, um, our former ops manager, uh, Mr. Scotty Chase. Uh, he has a 27% chance to uh, make the playoffs. Well, then read the records, though, because that makes no sense. I don't know why he has a higher percentage. He's 6 and 7. You're 7 and 6. And Jeff's 7 and 6. And Jeff's 7 and 6. I think that. Who you're, you're playing? Uh, you're playing Scott? Dylan. You're playing Dylan. And Dylan has ter- Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, who's questionable to play the game. Aaron Jones is questionable. I think that the, I think that the uh, ESPN analytics don't think that you're worth crap. I guess not, but we'll <laughs> see. I'm just going to say my running backs real quick. I got, uh, of course, uh, Devion Kane, Miami. Then also Zach Moss, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Gibbs out of Detroit. Then also Kyron Williams with Los Angeles Rams. And actually Jalen Warren with the Steelers as well. I honestly, the problem with my roster is I have too many running backs, probably. I should have made a trade earlier in the season. Missed opportunity. I should have clinched the number one seed already if it wasn't for that point one three points. Against... So you choked? Well, no, no, no. It was... It... I blame the Denver Broncos for putting in Samaj P. Ryan over Williams in that final drive. I would have hey, won that game. P. Ryan's a nice third down back. But I went for... Th- yeah, but they had him the whole drive. <laughs> 
I had three um, three games in a row that I lost. I'm eight and five right now. Uh, I have scored the second most points behind Scott Chase. Kyle King, who has been just getting layup after layup after layup, has the least amount of points uh, scored against him. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, but he has scored quite a bit of points. Um, so it's going to be an interesting final to the season. Hopefully nobody uh, gets hurt during a playoff yeah. game and they have to Seriously. stop the game. Um, that would not be good. The whole uh, DeMar Hamlin situation last year. I still can't believe how insane that time period was. Hey, it won me a fantasy football championship. Thank goodness he's okay. <laughs> I was going to say, just seeing the game live, though, was disheartening. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, it's going to be an interesting finish. We are all going to be watching professional football this weekend. Who the uh, who do the Cowboys? They play the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, we play the Eagles be, in Dallas. When? It's going to be the biggest matchup of the season. When, when do they play? Them? I, this is this is probably one of the best matchups like of all the teams. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I felt. Too. This is for second place in the NFC, though. When do they play them? Sunday? Oh, because you think your team is going to do anything? Oh, okay. Forty Niners. Oh, the Forty Niners. Who that's do y'all right. play? Oh, it's going to be a snooze fest tonight. So, you're all playing Thursday? Well, yeah, we got Thursday night football. Mitchell Trubisky versus Zap or Bailey Zap. E. Oh God, Bailey Zap. So, okay, so this raises a uh, what we all started. Uh, so we're not watching NFL out, football tonight. Out I have to. So it's gonna be tough. We all pulled out swords. Get some on coffee. Each other get some earlier today. Um, nicotine or I don't know something. Anything. You got anything, Christian? You are taking on the New England Patriots, the esteemed Patriots, uh, who are, uh, they have two wins this year, I think? Uh, three? Three? No, I think they have two. Four? I think they have two. That's fine, but what were those if, two wins? If you all lose. <laughs> they beat you, Buffalo somehow. If, I still can't believe if that. If you lose to the Patriots tonight. Okay, with our backup quarterback. Okay, keep going. I think Mitchell Trubisky has more than enough firepower sh- that he should be able to beat the Patriots. What have you that? watched Mitchell Trubisky? Yes, I have. I mean, he's also more hey, than I, I'd like to admit. Though. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying he also was a starting quarterback. They he also, does have they, a lot of experience. Also, I do love like, that just, as a backup. They also got a backup starting. They also have a backup quarterback too. Oh, if you could, you could say he's their actual starter. We're we're getting excuses. I'm just being okay. Do you think Mac Jones is better? Yeah, I had high hopes for Mac Jones. I did too. Okay, you didn't answer the I, question. I but. would say that. Um, I'd say that Mac Jones is. A They're probably bit on better. the same level. I'm not. I'm not saying Mac he, Jones is like a I mean, quarterback Mitch, that has a lot of potential that was not. Mitch, dude, I've given seen. The I've seen some fire. I've seen That's some fire from Mitchell Trubisky. I've seen some fire from him. Yeah, then he also has very. I think the only thing that concerns me is turnover woes with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, it's just going to come down, I th- I'm pretty sure, to the running game. I mean, your old defense is great. Yeah, and the sad thing for the Patriots is I think they're going to be without their top two rushers with uh, Stevenson. Then also, I don't know if Zeke's going to play. So I think he was questionable. should be a layup. But also, you could say that, but look at last game, too. I mean, Kenny Pickett did get hurt, I think, first quarter still. Uh, and that kind of sucks the life out of a team. Darn. When- John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, John just wants to create controversy because his team's done nothing this year except facts. Just poop the bed. It's true. So he's projecting. And facts. I mean, it's great. Steelers has struggled to put up points. Sure. But like I said, I just love seeing them be able to move the ball. Um, it's been a consistent struggle all season. And I think this is the tipping point of really evaluating Kenny Pickett. Is he the man for the job? I don't know. I think we're going to have to see the next probably next year to really evaluate because Matt Canada 
just was probably the worst offensive coordinator I've maybe seen in the National Football League. Really? Have you? Met, I really believe that. Have you met Tim Kelly? Okay, I'm surprised you didn't say Todd Downing. That's where I thought he was going. I thought uh, that's what. Well, he was you know say. what, Todd? Thank you, Todd Downing first, but then Tim Kelly. No matter. I mean, Tim Kelly's done Tim way Kelly more than had, what Todd Downing's done. He's had a lot of Todd Downing moments this year, though. That's fine, but until they build up that offensive line, it's hard to evaluate the offensive coordinator position as well. Christian, look, I, I joke around too much. Christian has a great football team. And um, just need to be a little bit more consistent and not let I mean, bad opponents he, take advantage of you. They got to close out. They yeah. got to they gotta yeah. figure out a way to put points on the board. I mean, that was our whole argument. That was our yeah. whole argument. I, I, I agree. And I'm going to say it again. I agree. I mean, and I, like, and I, I truly think, believe it. Yeah, yeah. If you can get all the runs and you can get all the yards you want. But if you're giving up the ball at the end of the play and if you're well, not we, putting we're not giving the away the ball, I understand. But I mean, if you're not putting the ball, if you're not getting points. We You're not going to win football games. We said the same thing about Dallas when they played Arizona. Yeah. Too. Their I red mean, zone was the worst ever. That's fine. But at the same time, I just, I'm pumped to see we're able to move the ball. Yeah. Points come with being able to actually yeah. run, throw. Yeah. So, it's going to look good in a couple years. Yeah. I think it, give us another year to really see who we develop as offense mm-hmm. coordinator. Like, I think once you guys lost um, Roethlisberger, I think that was kind of like, it was the end of the era. Yeah, and so course. like, not of course you're gonna have to rebuild if you're getting rid of your well, franchise quarterback for the a last rebuild. Winter. No, because we haven't had a top five pick since 1970. Right, but I mean, you guys have been working on getting back to a, like a winning team. What What's funny, John? No, nothing. I'm just on Twitter. I just I, I'm just I mean, we're consistently on Twitters, and that, I'm not that's at you. that's a tip cap that. Tip of the cap? What's that saying? Uh, tip of the cap. Tip of the cap to Mike Tomlin for what he's done because, I mean, you're exactly right. Most teams would rebuild. We haven't. We've had back-to-back-to-back winning season since Big Ben has retired. Or I think back-to-back, rather. I think he retired three years ago. Were the Steelers, Steelers going to bench Kenny Pickett? I don't believe so. We got a report. What? Who Who reported it, John? Gary Dulac. Okay. Don't believe, don't believe Gary. If... Yeah. You if you who, were, at, you know who Gary is. Yeah, yeah, he's a joke. He's, a, I mean, he covers the Steelers, doesn't he? I mean, if you were in the Steelers Nation, you'd understand Steel who he here. was. Still oh, here, my God. Still here. He said after the Cleveland game, there was some discussion that maybe a change needed to be made at the position because of the way Pickett had been struggling for those three games. Yeah, and that's why they fired Matt Canada after that game, right? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. 13 touchdowns. Come back to me when you actually have a reliable source instead of just digging for stupid information. How long? Kenny's been here for two years? He's He was a rookie last season. Yes. Did he start all last year? No. How many games do you think? Like 10 more? He's store, probably like 12. Okay. I mean, 13 touchdown passes and all that time, it seems kind of bad. Okay, that's fine. No matter what, John. <laughs> I'm just poking the bear. I'm just poking the, the bear. I'm just The point is, when you have Matt Canada holding him back, why did they not attack the field throughout Matt Canada's tenure with the team? I don't know. Why did he Kenny Pickett immediately attack the field and look his best after Matt Canada's gone? Answer me those questions when you actually watch the game. Fair point. Come back to me. Then we can talk because you're just spilling. It's the tiny hands. It's the tiny hands. That's what I'm saying. Crap out of your mouth. (laughs) 
when you don't even know the subject. I just want to see Watch some more football. Look, I just want to say, oh, I do. Trust me, I do watch the Steelers every weekend because I trust yep, them. Sure you so, do. I trust them so much that I gamble on them every sure single you do. time. Just like you gambled on the Bears. I have receipts. Oh, Bears. Okay. I do have receipts that I've okay. got on the Steelers. Okay. Sure. And if you watch the... If you watch the up. difference between Matt Canada and post Matt Canada, I just want to see points. You'd be raving. That's all I want to see is I want to see That's points. That's fine. We've been two games in since Matt Canada got fired. Yeah. We'll talk more. We'll talk more. So like if your team's you. relevant, if we'll talk still, more. If you're still you working you, if you're still working on finding off, <laughs> if bad. you're still working on finding offensive tools in midseason, right? Would you call your team in a building era? What the heck does that even mean? A building era? <laughs> like I'm just saying, like a rebuilding? Yeah. Like I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Because you, 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 you did kind of say like you were like they're not rebuilding, but I'm just saying like they're they're also still looking at eight and for five. You think they're rebuilding? I don't think they're re- uh, rebuilding. Name uh, me the tools that I mean, Steelers have. Get, name me what? the tools that the Steelers have on the offensive Look, side of the ball. You're getting George upset. Pickens. No. Name some players you actually know and tell me. What about no. George Pickens? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Kenny Pickett, he hasn't been incredible. Okay, no, I'm saying offensive weapons. John, don't help him out. If you're going to say we're (laughs) rebuilding and we're looking for tools, tell me what tools we have. That is what you said. You said, literally, I said, like, yeah, you might might be good in a couple years, and you said, yeah, next year we're going to take a look and see who we have. Yeah, for the offensive coordinator position. We have the talent. Uh, I thought you were talking about the players. I said offensive coordinator, no matter what. Who do you want for OC? I Let's I calm down. Know. We all love each no, other. No, you guys are we're not, honestly. We're just having fun, gosh, Christian. It's just ignorance coming out of your mouth. Exactly. Look, all, we want the best for the Steelers, so we, we like. I want oh, the best is for that the true? Titans. I, don't I hope everybody true. has fun on Saturday and Sunday and I Thursday. Hope everybody oh. loses. Um, and I just Monday, want to see a bunch of points. Comes in here. I, I hope, just want to see a bunch of points. Yeah. I want to see 450 yards rushing and five touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're gonna get from the Steelers every single Tonight. day. Ow, that hurt. Tonight. And you guys are talking about the offense, but man, it's Their kind defense of pathetic is that sick. Our defense is or our offense Ooh. is we so s- bad. We said, say it was we bad. said the defense was sick. I love your defense. Yeah. All right. JJ? I'm out for the day. TJ? Right, right, hey, we can't no no one leaves this studio on a bad note. Say I love you. Cool. Oh, Christian. Say it back. Say it back. We love you, Christian. Say it back. Cool. Say it back. And this is your week, your sports. Say it back. Say it back. Love you guys. All right. Thank you. Love you too. For Christian Brown, Jeff Matthews, I'm John Glass. Peace.